The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern era, a historic uh, week indeed. Uh, we now live in a nation where our president, Barack Hussein Obama, has declared everyone is gay. <laughs> yep. What's so funny? Uh, Travis, this is... No, a, I'm just... I was so excited. That was laughter of excitement it, It's and a pride. major sea change. Uh, his, his announcement was so monumental. I just, like, I turned... I turned to all my friends and I said, Today, we we are all gay. Mm-hmm. And then we just, like, started... Yeah. Scooping it. Yeah. yeah. Bot- bottoms up, if you know what I mean. I said, I said, today is the day we celebrate our independence gay. It was so strange because I was in a room with a bunch of guys and what Mm -hmm. was previously a comfortable uh, gathering of bros hoisting and watching the news together, Mm -hmm. there was suddenly like so many layers of sexual tension, you know? You just put all the dicks in the middle, made a a dick octopus. You were in a news bar? I was in a news bar. No, no, Travis, I was having my... my, uh, Thursday afternoon, uh, just news hoist. Just a bunch of bros uh, hoisting a few brews and watching the news. Brews and news, news I call it. Brews and news. Brews yeah. and news, mm-hmm. I call it. Um, you do it after legs and eggs right. at the landing strip. <laughs> uh, so welcome to the first episode of My Brother, My Brother, Me that is completely 100% uh, uh, gay. I'm your oldest and by extension, gayest brother, Justin McElroy. Is that how that works? I'm the middlest and gayest brother. <laughs> I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm your youngest brother. And um, it's Adam and Eve, you guys. Yeah. <gasps> Whoa. The, Griffin, I, didn't get, I didn't get hit. You're by, a federal outlaw now. I'm in the middle of Texas. I did, the wave didn't reach me here. <laughs> the, the, the sonar pulse that he sent the, out. Mm-hmm. It sounded you, it sounded ex, it sounded exactly like a DeBarge record, which I thought mm-hmm. was very strange. You just feel to the beat of the rhythm of the night, just pulsing mm-hmm. uh, sure. throughout the entire country, and it just flipped. It flipped. I polarity. thought I heard. I had my windows down, but again, mm-hmm. I'm so far away. I thought I heard all things just keep getting better by wildlife. Like I thought I heard wildlife. I thought I heard the wildlife wave crash against Austin's shores, but <laughs> didn't make it through Hill Country. Yeah, too much obstruction. Uh, yeah, Griffin. Yeah, it didn't get all the way. It, the only effects there is Griffin is dressing really well now. That's the mm-hmm. only yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, I look great. He looks fantastic. You're fit. Uh, tan looks looks great. Uh, just prefers ladies still. Uh, hey, so why don't you guys go over to 
once you guys go listen to Throwing Shade, they're gonna they're probably gonna have a lot more informed opinion. They they're probably gonna sound a, a lot bit more informed. Probably gonna sound a lot less stupid when they talk about this thing. But uh, <laughs> congratulations, congratulations, just everyone. Yeah. Except for except for people who hate uh, homosexuals, anybody sort of anti LGBT. Um, in which case, go fuck off. Yeah, you suck. Yeah, you suck. Go real eat hard. shit. And I dog. say that now, deep down, the conviction of a man living a gay life, and mm-hmm. I, I'm, and I, I now hate those people. I don't think you me. know what, I don't think you know what gay means. Because I, I don't like you're married to a woman. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you that you that presumably you love. It's a federal law, Griffin. What, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna throw it in the face of the authorities and say that I'm straight. The president doesn't just like come out and say stuff like this on a whim. Right, yeah, that's he, true. He did polling research. He signed <laughs> things. Things were signed, Griffin. Yeah, yeah. There's there's significant policy coming, but no, oh, there's oh, there's oh there's not. Never mind. Next next question. The pre- first the pre- question. The president did polling research that I wanted to research polls. He sure. knows. He knows what's up. He has. The he called up. He called up Joey Lucas. He's like, hey, how do we feel about gays today? Are we cool? Am I good? Um, Joey, you know, are you there? Hello. Ah, uh, oh, you're fictional. Un- Fuck. Unpredictably, the pre- the president's gay polarity beam actually gave her her hearing back. So oh. it's a big yeah, it's a big day for her. Hey, God, that, uh, that was the first episode of season eight. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, Obama. When are little lies okay in a relationship? My husband is very loosey goosey when it comes to adhering to best before dates and hates wasting food. Sometimes, when he's at work, I throw things away and tell him I ate it. Am I wrong? Um, before, we, before we address the bigger question here, your husband is right and you are wrong. Best before dates are there for a reason. They wouldn't put that date on there. If there wasn't something bad that happened after that date, you shouldn't keep it in the house. No, no, then, then she's right. Her oh, husband... then you are right and your husband is wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, no. If, uh, no. I, uh, sometimes just to be safe, I'll go like three days before. Mm-hmm. No way. It's not, an, it's not an exact science. There's no way they can pinpoint that date. If so, they're precogs. You're, that's I, a bigger problem. You're coddling a... your systems. Your <sighs> system needs that bad stuff trying to hurt it or else it's going to get like it, it's like attachment parenting right now. What oh, you guys yeah. are doing is attachment parenting for your immune systems. Justin, why would they put a best before date if it wasn't bad after that date? Uh, I'm sorry, Travis. You are you going to let? They want you to go to the store, buy new stuff. Are you going to let them. Big Dairy tell you when you can eat something? Or are you just going to mm-hmm. eat it? You know, yes, I am. In this circumstance, Big Dairy, you're in control, big your buddy. Your body ah. knows when something is bad. If there's a bubble in your Yes, and you know sauce. what's part of my body? My eyes and my brain that look at the best before date. And my brain goes, you got nah. it, bro. Nah. I have a carton of buttermilk that I bought solely to make biscuits about a month ago. And it its best before day is May 1st. I'm pretty sure if I crack that bad boy open, it's going to be dumplings. I'm afraid to look in it. <laughs> it made made biscuits it. itself. No, yeah. um, just I don't know. Like I'm afraid to touch stuff once it's past the date, let alone consume it with my mouth. So, so a uh, panel of three experts, two against one, Travis mm-hmm. and I win. Fair enough. The uh, second issue, though, is that how do you want your husband to look at you when he comes home from work and you're like, hey... Um, you remember that like totally gnar hummus that we had? Hey, hon, and you were, I like, ate all the ranch. You're like, I'm not sure if, if I should eat the hummus because it looks kind of gnar. It's got a face <laughs> now. Like, 
Yeah, I totally consumed it. Mm, I don't even know. I don't my even mouth know and stomach. So bring, great. Bring it up in conversation. Hey, hon, how was your day? Oh, mine was pretty good. Just you grubbing on a bunch of rotten food. <laughs> I just ate like a tub of sour cream that did not begin as sour cream. Yeah, mm-hmm. just grubbing on rotten food. Like, that makes you so proud. <laughs> what, well, here's the bit. Uh, this is what I picture him coming home and going to throw something away and opening the trash can, and it's just full of like salad dressing containers, you know? And he's like, honey, what? what is the meaning of this? Yeah. <laughs> just slamming some Caesar. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I, I, just, I saw the Thousand Island and I just couldn't stop myself. Listen, I'm, a, I'm a growing lady. I gotta, you know? <laughs> Your husband loves you. He shouldn't want you to eat rotten food. Why don't you well, that's his- how you gotta pitch it to him, right? So so that he doesn't get upset. You gotta say, listen, I knew you were gonna eat that totally gnar hummus with a face. Like, I knew that when you got home from work, you, you were gonna take your coat off, you were gonna say, hi, honey, and smooch me on the cheek, and then you were gonna go dip into that gnar hummus. <laughs> and I didn't want you to hurt yourself, so I jumped on that grenade for you. If you, I think that's the answer to the question. When are little lies okay for their own protection? Mm-hmm. No, but I then he's going to start don't. thinking you're some sort of fucking superhero because you're like, baby, that that hummus had hair. Like, you ate it and you're totally fine. He's going to think you're you're a fucking you're, Rasputin. Or what something. if you guys are ever locked in a prison of rotten food? He's going to be like, well, no worries. You, <laughs> that's your mana. You love that. I know that's your jam, is the rotten food and rotten Otherwise, jam. you've just been lying to me all these years, yeah. and I can't believe that because you love me so much. Mm-hmm. Don't lie to him. Go straight to his face and say, uh, hey, Doug, if you cared so much about wasting food, then you should have eaten that hummus before it got mm-hmm. so rowdy. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, you owe it to me to not have rotten food in our house. Just eat it all next time before the date. I, I, just don't lie to him. This is this is one hundred and one. You're trying to save him from eating rotten food. If he's yeah, so, I feel if, like this is a moment for education. More yeah, than right. Else. Not deception. Educate. Yeah, but don't. if he's a grown ass man, he's had plenty of time to break this habit, and he hasn't. Some dudes are big dumb animals when it comes to this kind of stuff, and it sounds like your your husband is one of those kinds of people, and it, that's fine. Maybe you just got to let him get like really really raunchy Rhea. Let him like. Eat all of the totally rowdy hummus. Let him eat that meatloaf that you guys made uh, six months ago. Let him eat that wheel of cheese that looks like the fucking Necronomicon. Like, let him eat all of that shit, and then when he gets Leave totally the- blasted down there. <laughs> when he almost dies from it and claws mm-hmm. his way back from the edge of death, just look at him and say, hmm, looks like we've learned a little something here haven't leave the lid off the trash can and when he gets home just say okay doug i put rotten food in our trash if you love it so much then you go over there and you eat that trash food (laughs) you pull it out of the trash and you eat it get it pull it out of the trash like an animal and you eat it otherwise (laughs) get over there raccoon doug go to town otherwise go to kroger and buy some new hummus here's two dollars go buy some fucking hummus doug two dollars now go replace the eggs I threw them away. They smelled like bacon. They were hatching. <laughs> they were hatching. I hate, and I don't want chicks in the house. Ugh. Um, Draw a line in the sand somewhere. Man, the whole food thing was ruined for me by taking uh, food handling courses and watching like the Danger Zone videos. Oh my God! Everything is the danger unless your shit is like cryogenically vacuum sealed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's in the goddamn danger zone. Think, it's like if it's not above one hundred and twenty. 
or below 30 degrees, it's bad right. for you. It'll kill you. And it's it lasts. That Best Buy date is uh, pretty liberal. Yeah. <laughs> Your food, once you take it into the danger zone, you can't take it back out again. You, mm-hmm. you set off a timer, and that timer's like 15 minutes. And it was always like, oh, the food didn't touch the counter, did it? Oh, no, danger zone. Yeah, because because chicken raw chicken touched that counter once twelve years ago, and that's like <laughs> it was a night like this. Yeah, over twelve years ago. So that counter's done. Got to get new counters. I had an odd experience with expiration dates this week. My lady, my wife was was craving some chocolate, so I said, <laughs> "Hold on, I got a secret. I got a secret bag of Lindor truffles that I keep Ooh. for just such an occasion." So I go get the bag of Lindor truffles, and she like pops one in, and that's. Just, it starts eating it, and um, then she gets this weird look on her face, and she picks up the bag and examines it. Apparently, the Best Buy date was in 2010. Oh, no. So they were a little, you know that weird, like, when the chocolate gets white, and you're like, uh-huh. oh, man, I don't know what this is all about. So we go, and we throw the whole bag out. Uh, today, I see that something has gotten into the trash, and scattered around our trash can is like 15 individual Lindor truffle wrappers. Are, like, you're saying outside of your house, not like Sydney snuck down in the No, no, no. <laughs> no. There was some raccoon sitting outside my house last night or something. <laughs> individual. Oh, oh, I shouldn't, but I will. Mm, yum, yum, yummy. <laughs> oh, it's going to go straight to my hips. I'll my- treat myself. <laughs> oh, Michael, you ring-tailed kook. <laughs> you bastard. Those don't taste good. Trust me, I'm a human. <laughs> I know. Uh, Griffin, did we get any Yahoo's this week? We got several. I just want to just luxuriate in this mental picture okay. of a raccoon sitting, sort of Cheshire cat style, with his legs crossed. I mean, like, can oh, they hello? open? They must be, right? They're opening wrappers. They he probably skills. does the thing where like he puts it in his teeth and holds one end oh, and yeah. like pulls it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. A definitely two raccoon operation. No kidding, <laughs> no joke. Bob, get over here. Oh, I need you to help me crack this. It they just op- became twice as adorable. They opened uh, my trash can lid and left it all around. And uh, when Sydney and I went out this morning, the first words out of my fucking stupid mouth were, "You think we? You think it's a bear? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a bear. It's a bear that takes the lid off your trash can and individually opens <laughs> what chocolates. What are gone here? Woo! I'm a bear. Yeah, it's blue. Is it possible that you just have a neighbor who saw you carrying the trash out and saw like the Lindor bag through the white trash bag, and they're like, "I'm getting on that after they go to bed." I'm gonna tear it open, make it look like a raccoon did it. That looks like a pretty full bag of troubles. Perfect crime. The perfect Except crime. The, the, the thing I steal is going to give me rock and Rhea. <laughs> it's the perfect crime, uh, next door neighbor. I don't see why you had to come out naked with a tail tape to you and dark uh-huh. circles drawn around your eyes. That seems like a lot of verisimilitude, a lot more than I needed. Just um, next time, just ask, and I'll like <laughs> give I'll, like, you the give, old ass. Give couples. you the old old candy. Yeah, guys. Uh, this Yahoo answer was sent in by Emily Wall. Thank you, Emily. It's by Yahoo Answers user Kaya who asks. Does Ryan Gosling party? (laughs) So I guess this is kind of a complicated question because there are a lot of different angles here. Like, does he like to party and is down for whatever? Or does he just or does he just do something like smoke weed slash cocaine? Or maybe just smoke weed when he's tired? Please only answer if you really know. (gasps) Oh my god. First response from Ryan Gosling. 
Yeah, I'm down yes. for whatever. Like, hey, girl. Let me get those digits. I'm high right now. Why do you ask? <laughs> um, I, ha- I, um, I have to imagine that Mr. Gosling can party. He probably parties. I, I think he has the capacity to party. Whether he chooses to or not is the question. I bet he's really straight edge, actually, now that I think about it. He's he got to stay movie. fit. He was in uh, Half Nelson, and he was played a, a drug addict teacher. And I think he saw that, and I bet he was, he, like, when he got into the role and he got out of it, he was like, I can't, I can't mess with that shit anymore, you no, know? That's, that's beneath me. Yeah. I bet he goes to parties, like, parties that are way below him on the social level just to, like, bring them up a notch, you know? Mm-hmm. And I bet he just stays for, like, ten minutes, doesn't doesn't drink. Total straight edge. Apparently. Wouldn't it, well, think of this baller move, right? Ryan Gosling walks into like your fucking high school graduation party, right? Oh where god. you've all stolen beer from your dad's liquor cabinet or whatever, and Ryan Gosling just walks in and everybody goes, Oh my god, is that Ryan Gosling? And he just looks around and goes, Oh, I can't believe you guys are drinking. It's totally not cool. And then straight edge leaves. for life. And then he leaves. And After like, that. what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I have I I've recently learned by recently I mean the past minute and a half. Um I don't think party means what it did when I was younger. In my day, if something said a party, the only requirements mm. were A, somebody turned up the jock jam CD really loud and yeah. B, the invitation said till question mark. Those yeah. are the two ingredients for a party. I don't think that that's what this person is talking about. Now, once you turn the jock jams up really loud. Crank mm-hmm. them. I mean, crank those jocks. Once jams. you crank the jocks, like, what's the next step there? Because I'm envisioning you at a party that you're hosting. You put in the jock jam CD. Mm-hmm. Which volume? Uh, jock jams volume four. The one that uh, has the we will rock you, we are the champions. Oh, yeah. Uh, slam it. Slam a jam and ding dong. Right. I imagine that the next step, Griffin, is to yeah. open the front door and wait for people to arrive. Yeah. It's and basically like does. every party you had before you before alcohol, where you have twenty kids in a basement, jock jams going, jock jams both, going, fucking eating full of pizza, and playing then everybody, pe- looks says, <laughs> everybody looks at each other and says, everybody looks at each other and says. I thought this was supposed to be fun. I don't get yeah. it. I've seen yeah. my parents doing this for years. How are they making it so enjoyable? I don't yeah. understand. Let's leave it ten. Um. So funny. wait, what does partying mean now? I think it's like doing drugs. It's like and drugs disc- and, and dancing. That's not partying. That's falling asleep. No. no, no. <laughs> oh man, Travi, uh-huh. you are old. I am it's- old. It's drug. It's f- it's like fun drugs. It's like party drugs, and then you do them. And then, like, sometimes you rub up against someone. Mm-hmm. It, it's I just, I don't fully comprehend it either, but I've watched a lot of Party of Five. What what kind of fun drugs? Oh, uh, you know, like uppers and downers Reefers. and perkies and Xanos. I would and say almost bars. by just by the meaning of the word, I don't think downers are fun drugs. Uh, you take them with uppers, and then you you're just kind of normal. Okay, <laughs> it's not a good way to spend your money, kids. Shroomers, dippers. Uh, acid, leaves, um, sw- uh, sweet dust, uh, uh, lady fingers. <laughs> That's um, not a real one. Uh, power, power powder. Uh, Gummy vitamins. Uh, uh-huh. Special lemonade. Uh, uh, regular lemonade. Uh, <laughs> ring pop dri- dipped in cocaine. Uh, needles, uh, bag- baggies, dimers. Uh, and that's all the drugs that there are. Big 25 H, H-ums. 
Hams. I had a fun experience with Ryan Gosling this week. I was playing the. Uh, this is a brief diversion into video games. But I promise it's worth it. Uh, I was playing the beta of the new Dungeon Crawler Torchlight Two, and uh, you can only play that online. So I I went into some strangers. Uh, I had to pick some strangers game to join, uh, so I myself could play by myself. Uh, and the game I joined was hosted by Ryan Gosling. Was this gentleman? It was this gentleman's username was Ryan Gosling. So I said, okay, that looks like a good game to join as any. So Ryan Gosling joins, and he, and he finds me. He tracks me down in his game world and introduces himself as Ryan Gosling. I say, okay, h- hello, pleasure. Uh, and then <laughs> he and I proceed to adventure around for a while. And after every we fought a, a large enemy, he would always compare it to a scene in a movie <laughs> that he had been in. He's, it's like, and it's literally like, at, we would beat a, like a, a large uh, giant boss and he would say, God, look at this place. This reminds me of after I stomped on that guy's face and drive. <laughs> now, Justin, I'm sure you've already thought about this, but is it possible that that was Ryan Gosling? The only it was thing definitely that, Ryan Gosling. I mean, it's definitely Ryan Gosling. The only thing that made it hurt his credibility a little bit was that he introduced me to his ferret named Zac Efron. And, I, <laughs> and it occurred to me then that if he, if he could name a ferret Zac Efron, then maybe somebody else could name a character Ryan Gosling that wasn't Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. It, so that that's what, that's what kind of ruined the illusion for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet that's what Ryan Gosling does with his time. Is he just plays online <laughs> online dungeon crawler role playing games and just like eats zannies and does needles, <laughs> drinks special lemonade. Mm-hmm. Hey, Hit the age comes real hard. Mm-hmm. My friends and I are planning to go to a karaoke bar in the near future. I want to participate and avoid being that guy who sits in the back refusing to have any fun. There's a girl I like who's coming as well, so I wanted to know what song would be best to. <laughs> and this is in quotes. Sing. I have a oh, higher, I love this metric. I have oh, go for it. I have a higher voice, similar but not nearly as good as Jason Mraz. If the hell, it doesn't. <laughs> that's, that's from Thunder Waffle. Okay, first step: <sighs> never compare yourself to Jason Mraz ever. Again. Second, you gotta you gotta get a new karaoke name. I don't think Thunder Waffle is gonna take you. That's step one that I can that I can tell you. Uh, Get a get a karaoke, uh, nom de nom de mic. Uh, it's Justin. It's, what was your karaoke name? My karaoke name has been for the past decade, and is still Plenty Pack. And Griffin, uh, what was yours? Uh, Jeff Pepsi. And mine was Encyclopedia Brown. You gotta get a handle for your for your uh, for your performing performance because that allows you some distance it lets you when i inhabit the character of plenty pack mm-hmm. then i know it's a it's a role that i'm playing i i i'm more in touch with the music now as far as song choice i can help Here, you out there yeah what you don't want to do is go for what you think is the funny choice right because you've got those guys who get up and <sighs> do i would do anything for love but they can't sing, and it's a really hard song to do. Yeah, there's a I, lot of there's a lot of wrong things you can do when you're picking a karaoke song. Like you can pick a song that you think is going to be funny. You can pick a song that you really like. 
and uh-huh. oh man, that's just going to be the worst for you. Like I did uh, Birdhouse in Your Soul at a karaoke place once. I was like, oh, that's like the best song that's ever been written by anyone. Not a good karaoke song. No. The best karaoke choice, I think, is the song that <clears throat> is the song that you would claim to like ironically, but you actually deep, deep down like it. It's going to seem like an ironic pick, like you're picking it as a goof, but it actually is pretty kick-ass. Here's an example. Um, get out get out of my dreams, get into my car. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good one. That's oh, a good shit. one where, like, that's a, that, that seems like a funny choice, but, man, you get that four on the floor, everybody's oh, into it. You know everybody's what my jam is? With you. All Night Long by Lionel Richie. That's yeah, see, that's a good that's a good jam. I like that. Oh man, we're just uh, doing Rocky Horror. All the all the bait he can handle for literally uh, any Michael three. McDonald. Michael any, McDonald is a great Mike McDonald. Like it's gonna sound good no matter what. And um, it's also important. Don't pick anything that's a bummer. Like I know that that's pretty obvious, but you get those people that get up there and they're performing for themselves and they're ignoring the fact that it's like a bar full of people. And suddenly the whole evening drops down to like a candlelit sadness every, every, party. They decide everybody hurts, and now yeah. and they're gonna inflict it on, on you. Um, this is with the another song, with the song everybody hurts. Yeah, with exactly. Uh, I would caution you: pick a song that you know the words for cold. Like yep. you have to know every word to it. You do not. You cannot rely on the screen because it might it might fritz out. You might get distracted. The words it might have be, the you know, wrong words on it. Yeah, yeah. that's I've and you also that. don't want to be like glued to the screen the whole time. You want exactly. to be able to kind of like do it. And in this world of smartphones that connect to YouTube, there's no reason not to like put in your song and then hop on YouTube and refresh the words in your head. So like you know the song before you get up there. Because I also guarantee that the first like ten songs you're gonna pick in your head have one moment in them that has a string of notes you can't hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's the thing. Don't, you can't. You got to look at the song as a whole and not be like, okay, I really know the chorus and I can do that. And don't be afraid to just like stop singing and say, "Is everybody having a good time tonight?" Yeah, because <laughs> that usually works. And have a have a like a pocket full of candy, like Jolly Ranchers, that you can yeah. just like, throw into the audience. And if you can get one guy to stand behind you and pl- pretend to play an inflatable sax, mm-hmm. I think that really ratchets up the level. Of and the and then find the appropriate moment to take your shirt off. Mm-hmm. And I find that the audience just loves it. And then pull out your your uh, your erect penis and just like hit it against the microphone a few times. <laughs> yeah, that's how you win win at karaoke. Karaoke, mm-hmm. the ancient art of embarrassing yourself. Um, that's the other thing. I'm really glad that you realize the fact that you don't want to be the guy that doesn't participate because that's that's one of the most frustrating things for me when people go to karaoke and they're like, oh no, I don't really do it. I'm like, yeah. do you see those people up there? Like, no one's up there winning American Idol. Like, it is, that's not it is what tantamount is. to sitting at the end of the pool, uh, like, while everybody else swims at the pool party. Like, nobody's going to remember if you get up there and do a shitty job. Everybody's uh-huh. going to remember if you if you don't do it. Yeah. Right. In fact, I like people that get up and do shitty jobs more because yeah. at least they don't fucking care. At least they're just doing it to participate. I yeah. love that. And read the crowd, too, because sometimes you might just want to punish them. Sometimes yeah. you just might just want to pay, make them pay for some of the songs you've been subjected to. You got to remember it's not about you. Even though everybody does sing karaoke because they like attention, um, the only way you're going to get it is if you're is if you're wanting the party to start. You want. People... I think that's unfair. That's an unfair assumption to make about everybody, Justin. Because when I, I say, like when I 
when I sing karaoke, it's because I want to give, like, I want to give my gift. Sure, right. It's like I want to share my gift to the with the world, you know? Right. Uh-huh. Your self-absorption has gotten to such a, a terminal case of it that you, you have to give it away. You have I, to give it away. I, 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 I know they want it. Your viral load. <laughs> your viral load. Is, I know they they want it. I got it to give. Going to give it. You, you have such a viral load of self confidence that mm-hmm. one compliment sends it spreading, uh, pandemic like. Th- yeah. To every surrounding country. I, I just blow it. You know what makes my heart want to sing? Nope. Money. Uh, it's <laughs> beautiful. Let's go to the money song. Griffin, yeah. Have I told you about the Aldis project? You haven't told me anything about anything. <laughs> I've taught you. That's not true. I've taught you so much. You taught me the about Al- the pro. Your, you told me about this one time. You were talking about hunting down the entire family of Alan Alda. Yeah. Is that what is that what you're referring to? No, that is yeah. not the Aldis project. Uh, it's close. The Aldis project is 366 drawings for good. It's a year long project by an artist named Christy Motorelli. Uh, it's twofold. One, it's a personal challenge to create 366 original drawings in as many days. And uh, she also is raising money for three of her favorite nonprofits. Uh, 826 International, the uh, Shirky Foundation. It's just it's 826 National. They don't, they, 826, they, don't give, they don't give a fuck about other countries. 826 National, the Shirky Foundation. I'm taking a shot in the dark pronunciation. Shorake. Shorake Foundation and the Sea Shepherd Conservation Society said all those uh, words right they look out for sea sheep of course mm-hmm. uh each original drawing can be sold for 100 dollars, with 25 going to the buyer's choice of the three charities and there are no additional fees of any kind including shipping well that sounds that's, awesome that's that awesome. that's gonna bring in a big buy 366 drawings a day that's one drawing every day for the year yeah uh I see and, one. And where can people go to to learn more about it, Juice? It's the Alda. It's um thealdasproject.com. You know, uh, the a l d a s project uh, dot com to learn more and buy one of these paintings. And I, I would suggest you do because they look really cool. One looks like a bunch of bacon held up by sticks. So I love it. Like I love this bacon, painting. Like a bacon fort. I never get art, and okay. finally someone made a bacon fort and i'm there i'm in it i'm You're in it. the bacon fort i'm living in the bacon fort sometimes when i put my penis in a cage uh-huh. I, I refer to the cage as a bacon fort okay Wait your penis in a cage where do you mm-hmm. find penis cages at this time of year well i used to try to make them not gonna <laughs> lie but uh it, that that's very difficult it's hard to do welding blacksmithing I just leave it to the trained professional experts at Extreme Restraints. ExtremeRestraints.com? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I've been thinking I should go there mm-hmm. uh, because my butt plug doesn't stretch my anus in a way that's pleasurable to me anymore. Yeah, uh-huh. it got, and your, your gauge is too... At this point, you've too, already done all the stretching you're you, going to do. Your gauge is too high now. you got to keep right. upgrading. I have mm-hmm. to keep upgrading uh, to get that pleasurable spread that I enjoy. Uh, the the main problem I had when I went to ExtremeRestraints.com is that everything seemed to be twenty percent out of my price range. Oh, yeah. it's I'm so glad you brought that up, Justin, because I I can offer you and our listeners a deal that for this week and any time that we mention uh, Extreme Restraints on the show, 
I, we can give you a 20% off coupon code, and it's just Middlest, you know, M-I-D-D-L-E-S-T, Middlest, and you get 20% off. And even on the weeks when we don't talk about extreme restraints, if you use the coupon code Middlest, you still get 10% off your entire order. It's a great, it's a great coupon, and listen, your sex life is boring, whether you know it or not, unless yeah. you have already bought, you know, electrodes and lube and a glory hole. Is that a thing? Unless, I don't know if you can buy a glory hole. Well, listen, it's a... I think you just find one yeah. in nature. Listen, <laughs> you're gay now. That's going to take up a lot. You're federally gay. That's well, You're going to need a whole new flotilla of sex toys. I don't... I guess. Yeah, definitely. You like can't if, use your old stuff. I guess you don't really have a... I don't know the utility of a pocket vagina. Right. What do you mean the utility? We got a lot of complaints last week because I said pocket and then the P word that people use sometimes to describe vaginas. But I Uh think that's like the clinical name, right? That is the name of the product. Mm. Well, not going to say it anymore because it's not that it's (laughs) dirty or wrong, but that I apparently have like a I have like a child's intonation. And people, uh-huh. it just hit people the wrong way. When you say it, it's grating to their ears. Yeah. Uh, you know what? But not- do yourselves a favor and go check it out. Um, and it might surprise you, even if you know you wouldn't consider it to be your kind of thing. I think it would surprise you the kind of things that they have there. And what's what's the something. URL again? It's extremerestraints.com, and make sure to use the coupon code Middleist to get twenty percent off your order. Don't go to extremerestraints.gov. <laughs> <laughs> They make you go to Guantanamo. It's terrible. It's yeah. a terrible website. Um, you know what's not terrible, though? What's that? Video games. Love them. Travis, have you heard of any cool ones? I have. There's a new project um, from the guys at Mob Rules Games. I'm okay. working on Haunts the Mance Macabre. And we talked about it last week. And since then, you guys have been doing so good uh, donating to their Kickstarter. Basically, they're looking for $25,000 um, to help finish their game so they can get it released by uh, October. And it's you know a first it's a turn based you know adventure game and it, the the art style is like Edward Gorey Edgar Allan Poe ish it's awesome, um, and it's just a you know an open source independent gaming thing it's amazing, um, and the guys there are super cool super great go check out their Kickstarter. What is go the Kickstarter to, at right now? It's it right is now I think seven thousand eight hundred seventy six dollars. Okay, not bad. We got to pick up the pace though. Yeah, yeah, so they're almost at like one third. Um, there's some time left to donate, so it's not too late. And make sure if you do donate, make sure in the comments you tell them that MBMBAM sent you, because that way they know that we that they have us to thank. Mm-hmm. You know that it's all on us because we're awesome. I I always get to this point where I want to charge. I want a, a highest level of pledge where they have to name the game after me. Mm-hmm. Um, how how high do you think that? I think if you gave all twenty five thousand dollars, you could probably make that happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want it to be haunts. I want it to be Justin McRoy's haunts. <laughs> Justin McRoy presents. Maybe not so much like a turn based adventure horror game, but like a platformer starring you. Yeah, uh-huh. right. And you're, you're you got to collect all the candy. Uh, this is called. It's Justin. It's mm-hmm. Justin. The game. The Skittles adventure. Where uh, is my MBMBAM iOS game? Why is no one developing that? Come on. Question. You just invented it just now. It, just it, somebody kickstart it or something. It. That's at mobrulesgames.com, uh, right? And the donations on that Kickstarter start as low as $5. And for $5, you get a copy of the game when it's done. It's a great deal. Uh, yeah, and that's that's the low end. Uh, if you uh, kick it up to like 25 bucks, you can get your name in the credits. Yeah. Is your name in the credits anything else? No, it's not. No. 
You haven't accomplished anything. This is your chance to accomplish something with your life. This is your big shot. Fuck to up. Make. Fuck up. <laughs> so go on, you fuck up. Go to mobblesgames.com and see a link to the Kickstarter and just click it and fund it already. God, yeah, make your parents failure. proud of you for the first time for ever. For the first time in history. Piece of shit. Such a disappointment. Somebody once told me your art is kind of old and boring. You got to get some new art. Your art's got a shelf life of about 24 hours. So you better replace that art with new art. You can go to the oldest project. Dot com and buy a drawing every single day. That's the eldestproject.com. Send some money her way. <laughs> Hello there, my name's Graham Clark. And I'm Dave Shumka. And together we host a podcast called Stop Podcasting Yourself. This is a file that you download from the internet and then you listen to it in your pod. What's that about, you ask? Well, who are you to ask? Who do you think you are? Yeah, get lost, bozo. (laughs) We're a couple of stand-up comedians in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and every week we bring a guest on the show. Sometimes they're Canadian, sometimes they're not, sometimes they're a ghost. It's like you're sitting in on a friendly uh, afternoon chat. Plus, we're Canadian, so uh, you get a tax break. <laughs> you can find us on iTunes or online at MaximumFun.org. Huh? Ooh, spell. I just finished my junior year of college. My spring semester would have been satisfactory. A's and B's. We're not for a miserable D. Getting a D is depressing. <laughs> At least your spelling's on point. For many reasons... Uh, I've never gotten below a C in a class, and now I have to break the news to my parents, who are generously paying for my college education. How do I tell my parents, and how do I bounce back from this academic misstep? And that's from a dumb person. That's my, it says, quote, that's my new name for myself. All right, stop right there. That's what you got to stop doing, first of all. Everybody gets Ds from time to time. I got a D in home economics in middle school. I got a D in earthquakes and volcanoes. Yeah. Because you know why? Because I don't give a shit about. We had to make nachos and I did a bad job. Hey, there's a D. That's not bad nachos. I'm not an idiot. I just made a. I made a fucking nachos mistake. You know, I disagree, Griffin. I think if you can't nail down nachos. It was my first time taking a stab at nachos. So, like, sorry, we can't all be like fucking nachos geniuses. It's like Nacho Libre. Nachos idiot savants. Like,. It takes some time to ramp up to nachos. Anyway, you fucked up. But guess what? You're not a dummy. Right. Because you got yeah. you get good grades all the time. If you got bad grades all the time, then you'd probably be a dummy. Hear that, bad grade people? <laughs> Can I, <laughs> let me throw this out. Maybe don't tell your parents? They got, mm-hmm. got to. They're going to send them a report card. They don't send report cards in college, fool. I'm pretty sure they don't do that. Uh, they do. Yeah, they would. They do. They'll send a, they'll send a note if you're, uh, if you're failing, for sure. But well, you're not failing. He got a D. Yeah, they, they, maybe maybe you're cool. Just go to your parents and say, "Hey, fucked up my nachos. Don't worry about it. I'm an adult now." Look at my brother Kevin. You guys messed that one up. He's <laughs> a jerk. I hate his guts. I'm so what? I got hey, bad let's geometry. Not make, let's not make this about Kevin. You're right. All right. Everything's always about Kevin. <sighs> I at my school when I was in college in my major. 
there was some rule like if you got below a C in a matrix course, you had to take it over, which always frustrated me as to why they even offered grades below a C if that was the case. Mm-hmm. Why not just it fail should just person? be A B C and then nope, and then do it again. Yeah, but like if you're talking a gen ed course and like you got like a D in chemistry great you're never gonna use that in your philosophy degree yeah yeah sorry guys i use like one fifth of the things i learned in college yeah and most of it's like how to roll a a doobie you know just how to do some agents i was at um i i i was at starbucks the other day and i got a you know a venti drip and they're like that's that's 362 and i had a five dollar bill in my wallet and I gave them the $5 bill, and then they used their register to figure out the exact change, and then they gave it back to me. No maths involved. Right. <laughs> All I needed Math to know free. was my well, coffee I'll preferences. One, one further, in college, I had to take a botany class. Cool. Like, in what way am I using that now? That would actually be handy. That would be handy. I'd like to be able to identify some of the plant life around me. You know, know what I can do now? I can be like, that's a tree versus a bush. <laughs> and that over there, that's a flower. That's the that's your those are your three metrics depending on the size of yeah. the arbor, right? No, that was pretty big. I'm almost certain that's a tree. Gonna go with tree. Oh, it's a house. <laughs> Fuck. Shit. Damn it. It was big. I though. didn't take housery in college. Yeah. It was big and it had green on it. Um, there's no such thing as a permanent record, and your deed doesn't matter for shit. Yeah. You'll never go into a job interview and they're like, "Well, you're totally qualified, and it looks like you have excellent references." Oh, it looks like you got a D in home economics because you made bad nachos. So we're going to have to uh, just, yeah, we're going to pass. To what point, to what age in your guys' life did you, uh, w- did you operate under the assumption that somewhere there was a manila folder with your name written on it that just, they transferred from school to school following you around for your entire life? I gave up on that junior year. Because I went into the office and I needed something from like a high school AP course, and they couldn't find that information, and I was like, "You sons of bitches! Yeah. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know shit. You're not you tracking anything I, I do." Um, and so since then, I've left no paper trail. You're gonna feel <laughs> off the grid. Tra- I'm off the grid. Tra- I've been so careful until this show, and that's how the mafia found me. <laughs> Coming out this summer, the Travis McElroy story. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> it's real bad. <laughs> It's about how I owed $30 to the college library and they wouldn't send me an eye to Ploma. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it seriously doesn't matter. And, like, there's a reverse side of this where if you bust your ass getting, like, straight A's. Like, I, I worked really hard in college and I graduated cum load. And, like, I, <laughs> like to this day, do you know how many, like, bennies that's gotten me post-grad? Zilch. Zippo. Zilch. As long as you come away with the knowledge, it doesn't matter how well you test on it. As long as you pass the class and know your shit, that's all that matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a reason why in the hit Tim McGraw song, Move Like You're Dying, he doesn't say skydiving, Rocky Mountain climbing, study my algebra until I did real good at it. And then there's that verse where he's like, I burned up all of my books except for my Bible today. (laughs) Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> That's a good carrier. Take song. all of my books. <laughs> I can't read the road signs, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't learn. Teach me how to add. <laughs> Jesus balanced my checkbook. <laughs> Adding and subtracting escapes me. 
I don't know how much to tip Jesus. I still don't know what taxes are. <laughs> Guys, this Yahoo answer is sent by Kristen McMurt. Oh, shit. Kristen McMurtry. Okay. Thank you, Kristen. Maybe work on that last name. It's by Yahoo Answers user Maria, who asks, How loud is prom music? How to prevent ears from damage? This may sound weird, but I hate loud music, and I am scared of it damaging my ears. I have prom next week, and I don't want to be the weird one with big ear protectors on. <laughs> I have never been to a prom before, so Wait, I was... What? I have never been to a prom before, so I was just wondering if they play the music really loud, and if so, how to protect my ears. Okay, I have known, madam, I have known you for all of one question. Uh, the ship has sailed on being the weird one. <laughs> like you, that is, that has passed you by. Um, I, have you guys ever listened to uh, T-Pain or T-I or I-Pain at, like, a reasonable level of volume like at like a smooth jazz undercurrent level yeah like quiet car radio you know taking a bubble bath with your iphone speakers like that level of sound Uh no it's not it's nigh unlistenable your ears actually cannot detect it Mm -hmm. it's like a dog whistle and i guarantee that if i went there now i'd think the music was really loud Mm -hmm. oh i am old oh yeah you're really old Oh, what if uh, what if you did just wear big headphones and you were listening to your own music and dancing to that? Oh, you that's just like call me maybe on repeat. And oh, just to that sounds like my dream world. Fuck, I know, right? So good. Pop it, pop in your skull candy and just just listen away. Let the mm-hmm. let the like Carly Rae Jessup just take you off to Dreamtown. <laughs> I'm going with you, Carly Rae Jessup. Mm-hmm. Fly me to the moon. Can you be the person at the prom? Who goes up to the DJ and is like, "Hey, can you, can you maybe turn it down just a little bit? Like, we well, maybe would play like some Chicago, something just like a little easier." It's not an unreasonable fear. Your ears are like tiny little rings with like a thin layer of saran wrap, and if that saran wrap breaks, guess what? You're deaf. You can't I hear that's anymore. That's how that works. I, I'm a little more worried about the, the pregnancy. Like, I, there's so many more dangers at prom yeah. to be concerned about. That you're, you had, worried, you're worried about ear babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no. You're, <laughs> despite what Arnani told us growing up, rock music doesn't make your ears pregnant. What I'm oh. worried about, yeah, I know. What I'm worried about is the underage sex. Yeah. There's sex Ooh. at prom? Yeah. Not, that, like, in the, is that where it's happening? Um, I, I mean, the grinding was pretty hot and heavy in 2000 and fuck when did i graduate 2005 um sorry everyone i'm a baby uh like i can only imagine how things have escalated because they've escalated in literally every other way and if the grinding was like super super gnar when i was when i was 18 like now that i'm 25 i bet you it's I bet you people are just like getting their dicks dirty right there on the right there on the floor. And side note, this is a weird transition, but I can only imagine is another good karaoke song. <laughs> Where did that come from? You're literally the worst person. Like of all of all people, you are the worst. You I can worst. only imagine how to read. <laughs> I can only imagine where Mexico is. 
I can only imagine how many branches of the government there are. <laughs> uh, joke's on you. There's only one. It's Jesus. <laughs> He's got the wheel. He's my we got, judge. We used to have it for Barack Hussein Obama yanked it out of his hands and started mm-hmm. steering his own, his own ship. He's my Supreme Court Justice, Majority Whip, and President and Commander in Chief, and my King forever. Um, this Yahoo was sent in by Liana, uh, which was sent to her by her friend Keith. So thank you, both people, in this arrangement. For, the second, for these second-hand Yahoos. Uh, many, many Bothans died to bring us this Yahoo, so let's really enjoy <laughs> it. It is asked by Yahoo Answers user Geoff, who asks, Is it okay to draw on a dog with magic marker? Sometimes when my stepdad Ron grounds me, I'll write messages... <laughs> I'll write messages on my dog. He is white with washable marker and send him downstairs. Just little messages. Like if I need food or about how much I hate my stepdad, Ron. (laughs) My mom said it would make the dog sick. Is she right? So many more problems with the best stepdad name ever is Ron. (laughs) Got some dog mail for you, Ron. Fuck off. (laughs) I hate you, Ron. I hate you so much. Come here, Mr. Perkins. What's it? Oh, man. It really helps my, that hurts my self-esteem. I'm trying so hard. That hurts my Ron esteem. I don't like that one bit. <laughs> Can you give me the question one more time, Griffin? Is it okay to draw on a dog with magic marker? Sometimes when my stepdad Ron grounds me, I'll write messages on my dog. He is right. Uh, with magic marker. Just little messages. Like, if I need food, or about how much I hate my stepdad Ron. I'm imagining, like, a Yorkshire Terrier, like, bounding down the stairs, running up to Ron, and it's, like, a message on him, like, hey, Ron, I smell that chili. What the fuck? You're such a bastard. I'm super hungry. Please, got a message for you, Ron. I'm a dog. <laughs> and also, the person asking this question is 32. Yeah. <laughs> God damn you, Ron. Now, li- now listen to me, Sparky. I want you to go downstairs. I want you to find Ron. And I want you to just wiggle in front of him. You've got to make sure he reads this. It's important. I've been trapped it's- under this bookcase for two weeks. i got to get some <laughs> pasta up here. So hungry. Also tell Ron, fuck you, Ron. <laughs> if Ron wants to rescue me, tell him to fuck clean off. I hate Ron. <laughs> tell him to send my mom. And ask if my mom is back with my fur roll-ups yet. <laughs> I sent her to the store 20 minutes ago for free roll-ups. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Perkins, you look kind of sick. What happened? Oh, is it the markers? Jesus. <laughs> See you in your skin? It's you or me, Mr. Perkins. <laughs> Maybe you learn how to talk English. Stupid dog. Poor Ron. What a, what a fucking sick bird. He's just trying to watch Extreme Home Makeover. Mm-hmm. And just all of a sudden the dog trots in front of It was like a drawing of like a knife stabbed and it just a, an arrow that says Ron. <laughs> this is you, Ron. This is what I want to do to you. Look at the dog. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It says, I love you, Ron, on my dog. Oh, he rolled over. It says, no, I don't. And it says, fuck you, Ron, again on it. And it says, chill. With an arrow towards the dog's penis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler, I thought you were going to come pick me up from work. Did you not read the dog? I said, I said, fuck you and fuck your job. I'm not coming to pick you up. <laughs> and also that we were out of eggs. And also we're out of eggs. Did you tell mom? I wrote it on the dog, Ron. What else do you want me to do? What else do you want me to do? I can't, I can't force the dog to stand in front of you all day. Please just read the dog. 
You used all the paper for your stupid novel, Ron. <laughs> yeah, how's that going, Ron? Did you get a pu- did you find a publisher yet? I'm I'm do- in this economy, Ron. You might as well self-publish your stupid shit. Can we put it on Kindle? I've got a t- I've got a Tumblr dog. <laughs> where I just put messages. Why can't you get a Tumblr dog? Can we make it a new law? Sort of like in uh, Game of Thrones, when you, if you're a bastard, your name is Snow. Can we make it that when the second you become a stepdad, your name becomes, it just becomes Ron by law? <laughs> legally, legally speaking. It's I a, now pronounce you wife and Ron. It's not even, it's not even your name so much as like, like Earl is like mm-hmm. an honorary tile, but his name's not Earl. You're officially like the Don of this house. You're Don. You're, the, you're the, the Ron. You're the Ron. You're the Ron. You're the Ron Don. You're the Ron Don of this. <laughs> Fuck you. Ron. I am. I am Ron. Ron, Don- you can fucking eat a dick. I am Ron Don Johnson, and as long as you're living underneath my roof, <laughs> I am Don Ron Don Johnson. I am Don Ron Don Johnson. As long as you're living underneath my roof, you will not melt down my Miami Vice VHS tapes. Those are <laughs> and you will items. respect my friend Cheech Marin. <laughs> you will let you will and my nice friend Cheech- Don Ron Don Cheadle. <laughs> And you'll stop sending your stupid-ass Tumblr dog down with co- messages about how you preferred the earlier seasons of Nash Bridges. I'm done with you. Stop it with the Tumblr dog. We've had enough. Your mom and I are very much in love. <laughs> Listen, she's not getting back with your dad. <laughs> Do you think at some point you have to start using the dog to repair the relationship? <laughs> like, uh, just a note that says, Ron, I wish we could be closer. <laughs> Ron, I think we should talk. Ron, we have a dog. T- Ron, my we mom's seen talk. sad lately. When was the last time you, you treated her out to a night on the tag? A night on the tag? I'm so hungry. Please send the dog. <laughs> Ron! Please send the dog for snacks. Hate you, Ron. Hashtag hungry. <laughs> uh, so this has been our dumb show. My brother, my brother, me. Advice show for the modern era. Uh, thank you to so much, everybody, for tweeting about the show. Thanks to our buddy Fred Wynn, uh, Iggy K, Joshua Lee Koss, Iron Sean, Dill Bob, uh, Scudworth, Honeycut One, Callie Draws, uh, Wicked Toops, Ion Sides, SS Kento, F- Office of Nature, everybody. Uh, just use that MBMBAM hashtag. And hey, if you think about it this week, maybe. Tweet out a link to our sampler. It's bit.ly forward slash it's mabimbam. And thanks to the Aldous Project um, for sponsoring the show. And thanks again to Extreme Restraints. Where don't forget to use uh, the Middleist coupon code uh, to get 20% off. And thanks to Mob Rules Games. Make sure you check them out. And if you would like a message on our show, whether it's like for somebody for a birthday or if you've got a project or something you want to sponsor or have us talk about, then just go to maximumfun.org forward slash jumbotron. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Thank you, guys, gang. Thanks, gang. Uh, And uh, if you want to send in a problem, something that you're struggling with and you need our help, uh, anything from relationships to etiquette, it's mbmbam at maximumfun.org. So uh, send us a note and and let us help you. Don't. Don't rely on the Tumblr dog for everything. Mm-hmm. Just uh, just send us an email or something, and we'll help you out. Like a literal email through 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 web channels. Yeah, if not I, through a I dog. swear to God, if you somebody sends me a dead dog with stuff written on it, <laughs> if I get one more dog in a box, I know. 
Um, this final Yahoo was also sent in by Emily Wall. Thank you. It's by Yahoo Answers user Sandy, who asks, Why do black men love eating chips at the beach? Is it to be energized for us ladies before they take a dip? I'm Griffin McElroy. <laughs> my brother and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. <laughs> Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart, hey. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart, man. These girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. Do black men love eating potato chips at the beach so they can have the chips before the dips in the water while covering our faces with lovely kisses? <laughs> Stop.